Welcome to Conscious Business School. Don't let the word school fool you. This isn't like any school you're used to. I'm your host, Laura Murphy, and in this space, we talk about reclaiming the corporate dream, building conscious businesses, and what it is to live an unbound life. Join me weekly as I drop all my hot takes on what it takes to build and grow a sustainable business that helps you live the life that you want. Welcome back to the podcast. Before we dive into the episode for today, I just want to remind you that I am hosting a free masterclass on August 1st called Business Anchors 101. The episode that I did on Business Anchors has been by far my most listened to episode, so I feel like it's time to go a bit deeper into this. So the intention of the masterclass is for you to find clarity and build confidence around who you are, what you do, and who you do it for in your business. Because when the foundation is strong, you could literally build just about anything. And when you are circling the gutter in a mental spiral or really energetically wobble off of your center, it is your business anchors that's going to bring you back. So if you're listening to this podcast before August 1st, join me live at 5 p.m. Eastern or catch the free replay. Um, You can sign up for this in either the show notes or the link in my bio. So let's get to today's episode. So I know I pick on the corporate world quite a bit, mainly because I've been so (laughs) scarred for almost two decades. However, there are many lessons and learnings that I've taken with me from that time in that space that I infuse into all the work I do with you in both the business space, the business coaching space, and the breathwork space over at the Heart Portal. The first of those is how I approach coaching. And this was how I was a manager as well. I don't think it's my job to tell you what to do, predominantly because most people especially myself, don't like to be told what to do or even told that they're wrong, (laughs) especially adults. And it's incredibly disempowering. I believe it's my job to help you see where you are and why you're stuck and maybe begin to see it from a different perspective. How do I do that? It's through asking questions. Questions can be the catalyst for changing just about anything. And if I can pose a question to you that can help you see the problem differently or see it in a new way, it helps new ideas to flow in. It helps you to see it from a different perspective through a different lens. And that's a really empowering approach to, I mean, life (laughs) and work. Um, And it's empowering because it's you, you're doing that. And you came to that conclusion because I mean, don't get me wrong. I have lots of opinions, (laughs) but it's my job to ask more questions than opinions that I offer, so to speak. The second of those things that I took from my corporate life is that success is rooted in the ability to treat your work and you know, the things that you do, the things that you try, the things that you bring forward, like an experiment. Anyone can follow steps, the path that has been laid out for them, but deep work and a deep sense of meaning in your work and innovation happens when you do or experience something different. And you do that through experimentation. You experiment with ideas and approaches and products and messaging. And the thing is, some will work, some will have legs, and some won't. 
in fact, most won't. And I think that's where people have a misconception around marketing is that it's a tried and true way of doing things. But all marketing is, is a big experiment in experimenting with what lands for your audience, what resonates with your audience and what doesn't. And the key to an experiment is taking that information and then you make decisions based on the information from the experiment. Um, And I think it should be noted that no amount of information consuming, information gathering, information analyzing can guarantee success. The only way you know if what you are here to do will work is if you do it, (laughs) if you try it. So why am I telling you about these two things that I took from the corporate career, my corporate career? To meld them both together and present a jumping off point for today's episode, let me ask you a question. Can you begin to approach your business through the lens of it being an experiment? I'm going to ask that again. Can you begin to approach your business through the lens of it being an experiment? I believe the core entrepreneurial tenant or characteristic is the willingness, ability, and courage to experiment, to try things, to figure things out as you go. And that, my friends, (laughs) that's the topic that we're going to drill down on a little bit more today. Can you treat your business like it's an experiment? And here is why I think this is such an important approach to take in your business. Many entrepreneurs, particularly those in the first you know, in the early stages of their business or those who are experiencing, you know, hot and cold results, who who are feeling like they're kind of just treading water in their business, tend to get stuck in a cycle of looking for the next right thing to do in their business, the next right product, the next right strategy, the next right piece of content. And until they find the right thing, they won't do anything. So it's, also quite disempowering because you're looking outside of yourself for solutions that and yes you can get inspiration from other people but you will never know if it works for you unless you try they you know these people want assurances that what they are about to do will work and will work perfectly hello perfectionism before they commit to doing it so they stay in this perpetual cycle of information gathering and analyzing until the next right thing becomes available and essentially what you're doing if this is you if you're head nodding thinking oh shit (laughs) i do this you're sitting on the sidelines watching others do the thing that you want to do They're doing the work that you want to do. They're building the dream that you want to have. And you're sitting on the sidelines waiting for the next thing to present itself before you're willing to make a move. Honey, (laughs) this is not how we do business, particularly successful business. So think about the big brands that you know, the Nikes, the Lululemons, the whatever, whatever. These are the ones that are just popping to my mind. The brands that you know and love, and I'm talking about big brands, like big recognizable brands, they try new things all the time, all the time. And they push the edge of innovation all the time. Some of those things work, some of them don't. But you know what they don't do? They don't stop moving. You know, you've never, I've never in my entire career of being a marketer ever see a brand who has ever 
gotten it 100% right. So my question to you is, why is 100% the benchmark for you when it's not even the benchmark for brands that are worth like $50 billion? (laughs) Why are your standards different when they take an approach to trial and error, but it's not, that's not it for you? Um, You know, if this is you, a better question might be, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid will happen if you went for it? And what are you afraid will happen if you go for it and it doesn't quite land? What's the what's the worst case scenario? What if you tried it? And what if you tried being an imperfect entrepreneur? Because really, entrepreneurship is messy. It's tangly. It's uncomfortable. It's full of bumps and setbacks. But there is no perfect. There's no perfection when it comes to entrepreneurship. Um you know, one who experiments and learns from the experiment and doesn't, and this is key, doesn't take it personally if things don't work out, that is successful entrepreneurship. And the only real way to get it wrong is to do nothing, is to do is to do what you're doing. So you're trying so hard to get it right that you're actually getting it wrong because you're not doing anything. So if you approach your business like it's an experiment, where you try new things, you learn from the things that you try, you iterate, and then you keep going. I promise you this, something will land, something will work, it will open doors, and you will end up somewhere different than you where you stand right now. So would you be willing? Would you be willing to approach your business like it's an experiment? And I wanna give an example of what this looked like in the corporate world. So when I was at Lululemon, A part of my job was I ran the creator slash influencer program on the digital marketing team. This program began as an idea, something that sat on the side of someone's desk. They had a spark of an idea that this could be a possible program. And what they did was sold it internally, like, let's give this a try. And they're like, yep, you keep doing what you're doing in your job and you can build this on the side. It was a test project, essentially. And it remained a test until they could actually prove that it was a viable revenue stream. And now it's one of the most successful revenue drivers for their digital marketing team. But it took almost a year for that program to, you know, to see out the experiment, for it to gain traction, for them to start really making money, for them to learn how to do it, to build the infrastructure, to try new things and to pivot and to, you know, set the guardrails and things like that. So what started as this off the desk, like side of the desk project, you know, now there's a whole team built around it. You know, and another part of my job was to explore new programs and revenue streams. And that meant we piloted or experimented with programs, different, you know, setting up different programs, what that could look like, what it involved from an internal perspective, what it looked like when it actually would hit the market, that sort of thing. So my job was to experiment with new programs to see if it could be a possible new source of revenue. And there were two programs in particular that we eventually decided not to continue with. It didn't mean that it was a failure. It didn't mean that I was bad at my job. What we did was as a collective, as a team, we took the learnings and we moved on and we tried something else. Some things stick, some things didn't. So, you know, why does it feel so challenging when it comes to your personal brand, your um, your business to treat it like an experiment? I think there's a few things that are happening here. Number one, <laughs> first and foremost, I think we take it all so personally. We take successes and failures 
or pivoting or trying new things to mean something about us personally when it really means nothing. It really just means you're adventurous, that you're willing to try new things to see what will work for you. But we get so wrapped up in making it about our identity, our worthiness, our capability, our success or failure as a business as a whole. We just take it so personally. Another reason why I think this you know, we tend to see this approach not work in the personal business and like personal branding space is that we give up too soon. So like I said, at Lululemon, we tried out the creator program for over a year before we decided it was something that we wanted to keep going with or not. And one of the other programs that I started, again, it was another year for us to decide that we weren't going to go ahead with it. Um, you know, and what I see in the online business space is people will try something once and say it doesn't work. They'll put up one post about their product and say, well, no one bought for me. So either the product's not very good or I'm not meant for this. You know, we really just give up too soon. And if you are to truly treat something like it is an experiment, it needs time. It needs time to bake. It needs time to um, come to life in a real meaningful way or it needs time to reveal that this isn't the right path, but you won't know that until you try. I think another reason why this is so challenging is we're perpetually consuming so much content. And like, you know, I am also a victim to this. I'll open TikTok and the first 10 videos will be about people are like, this is a seven figure content strategy. This is what you need to do. And all of them are different sometimes um all of them are really just tactics and things that yes you can try and i have no doubt that all of them work if people are presenting them to you likely it's because they tried them and it worked for them so you know they themselves took the experiment um and saw it through but we get in this perpetual state of consuming so much content and it's it's like analysis paralysis kind of thing and then we're stuck in this cycle of well, what is the right thing for me to do? What is the the assured, the certain thing for me to do? I Maybe I need to collect more information. Um, and I think the other thing that makes this so challenging is our perspective of we want instant results, instant gratification, quick fixes, get rich quick. But business results aren't instant. They compound. They compound with every move that you make, every you know, additional day that you put in there. And oftentimes at the beginning, it will feel like a really slow burn, like you're speaking to an empty audience. You'll, it'll feel like you're kind of just spinning your wheels. And then when you put in a little bit more time and, you know, iterate on the learnings and go deeper, that's when it really starts to grow its legs. So, you know, these are the reasons I think that people struggle with looking at their business like it could be an experiment. So how do you actually <laughs> approach your business like an experiment? And I, I honestly think it's pretty easy. So number one, I think decide on something that you want to try. So if you are in the shadows of your business and you haven't fully stepped out and kind of declared who you are, what if you took one product to market and you marketed the shit out of that for the next three to six months and then and only then 
can you say if it was the right product to go to market with? And yes, the product will iterate and yes, the product will morph and change because that is what you learn when you go to market. But what I see so many people doing is stopping before it hits the front door. They are like, no, it's not perfect. No, it's not ready. The only way it's ever going to be ready is if you get it out there. So what if you committed to getting something out the door? Do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Start taking action. So what number one, decide on what that thing is. My caution to you is not to decide on too many things. Because if you are in those early stages of entrepreneurship, it's going to get overwhelming. It's going to feel like it's too much. And then you're you're going to give up. I've seen this happen over and over and over again. So one to two things max that you're going to try. And maybe that is you're going to try a, a content strategy on social media and you're going to launch this product that you're, you've been thinking about or experimenting with. Those are the two things go deep into those things, commit for 30, 60, 90 days, six months, whatever it is, but give it time to bake. Start doing it. Number two, don't get stuck in in information overload and analysis paralysis and looking for the next right thing and the right step to take. Start doing. That's step number two. Step number three, and I've kind of iterated this into the first two steps, give it time to bake. Give the experiment that you're doing time to bake. So many people, like I said, will give up way too soon. And sometimes it's just that extra little bit of time before everything takes off. Do I think there's a time when you can say, all right, we try this. Let's, you know, sunset it. It's not the right thing for me. But yes, that's very possible. And, you know, that happens in big business all the time but those decisions rarely happen overnight and it rarely happens the day after you launch something or talk about it once so you really need to give it time to bake when I was experimenting with different programs in when I was at Lululemon something that we would do in the test programs is set kind of benchmarks so at the end of you know three months time we'll take a look at where we were our our results are and if it is trending in a positive direction we will keep going if it is not then we will make decisions so kind of set these benchmarks of like check-ins of like all right i'm gonna post on social media every single day for the next 60 days at the end of the 60 days look back and say was the or you know as you get close to the end was this worth my time or is there something now I could pivot to or change to but give it enough time to bake and set some time frames around it of like I will do this for a minimum amount of time the step four is to learn and iterate as you go Sometimes when we're so fixed on how it should be, we miss the little pivots that can happen or the little learnings or the little iterations that can happen that can literally make something blow up. Sometimes that could be feedback from, you know, early stage clients of this is how you thought the product would look going to market. But after you have a few clients, you begin to see that the need or the messaging or the work that you actually do is slightly different and those are little pivots that you can make along the way and take lessons and learnings and iterations and incorporate them into it in real time as you're moving forward it doesn't mean you have to burn the whole thing down 
rarely do you have to burn the whole thing down. There's a lot of really good bones there. And sometimes it's just making these tiny micro pivots that can literally be the, the difference. And number five, for the love of God, <laughs> do not take any of it personally. Do not take the things that you try in your business to mean anything about your enoughness, your worthiness, your capability, or your desire for the life that you want. It is all just information. It is all just information. That is it. You take the information, you learn from the information, and then you make different decisions moving forward. So how does that feel? I'm going to come back and ask you the same question that I opened up with is, can you begin to look at your business through the lens of it being an experiment where it doesn't have to be a hundred percent right all the time? In fact, rarely will you ever get it a hundred percent right. Like actually completely impossible to get it a hundred percent right. You were going to launch products that are going to fail. You were going to think that your customers want something and they do not. You were going to think this is the best Instagram post you've ever written in your life and it might get three likes. That is okay. You will keep going. It doesn't mean anything about you. It just is information. What can you learn? Maybe you look back on it in hindsight and think, well, maybe I was actually more just talking to myself than I was talking to my audience. Maybe I was missing the mark on what they actually need and want. It's just information. <laughs> so please don't take it personally. I, I think that's a really, it feels like a really good place to leave off today's episode. So I would love to hear what you're experimenting with in your business. I would love to hear your fears and doubts around approaching business like that. If uh, this episode spoke to you, please like, share, review, all those things that go a long way in the sphere of uh, podcasts. If you listened and feel called to reach out to me, Instagram is the best place. Uh, my handle is at i.m.lauramurphy. I am so honored and grateful that you've listened and you've come this far with me. And if you feel called to join the free masterclass on August 1st, the doors are open right up until an hour before and the replay will be available after. So uh, the link is in my show notes and I'll put it in my bio on Instagram if you want access to that. And with that, thank you. I appreciate you and I will talk to you next week. <laughs>